people, welcome to another week of 2020. Ugh, it's still going. It's going to be okay. It's getting better. There are positive results with first trials of vaccines and all that stuff. I have obviously been a bit slack. It's been a couple of weeks since my last, uh, last upload, but here we are. You may have noticed that there's been a slight change in the name. Uh, I've dropped the the curse word, the swear word off the name. I'm just going through this, uh, I don't want to say phase, I'm hoping it's more than a phase, but I'm just trying to swear less. So I figure, you know, having a podcast with swearing in the title doesn't really help me do that. Now that's not saying that there isn't going to be swearing. Sometimes it just slips out. I can't help it, but I am trying to make a conscious effort to swear less. Just for me, just because. But that does mean the socials have been updated as well. So now uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I quit it pod. I quit it pod. A little at in front. You know, the thing. Okay, so let's get into this week. This week, I've been a bit more homesick than usual. I was able to find a bakery a few hours away that does pies and sausage rolls. And so I don't know if getting the pies and sausage rolls and eating them and being in heaven made me miss home even more. But I also think it's just the longer the summer goes on, the longer it's been since I've seen uh, family and friends back home. And that's getting a little bit rough. Now, I don't want to be delusional and say, oh, when this gets back to normal, because who knows what it's going to look like when this is all said and done. But when it is over and we can travel again, I really cannot wait to be able to go to Australia and uh, to the States and be able to see all those beautiful people that we would normally be seeing at this time of year and to eat all the delicious food that I miss at this time of year. My life is about food. But as with most summers, I did start out this summer with a long list of goals that I hope to achieve. And obviously, knowing me, I haven't achieved half of them. (laughs) So in honor of all the things that I have not achieved this summer, we are going to do a list. And this list is going to be called Corona Quits. It could be summer quits, but figuring coronavirus is actually affecting some of these things that I have quit, I would call it Corona Quits. Now, some of these quits are completely by choice and some of them are affected by everything else that's going on around us at the moment. And I'm going to go through this list in no particular order. There is, of course, a reason why I start all the things I start and reasons why I quit them. So we're going to go through that. Now, I am aware that some of the things I list in this episode are probably going to make me sound like a pretentious asshole. Uh, I'm sorry. This is my life at the moment. And so that's what I'm going to share. All right, first quit, traveling. Hmm, I think 95% of people who were intending to travel this summer are not. Uh, But yeah, so not being able to travel this summer has been somewhat of a choice and somewhat forced. Of course, we could have still traveled. Countries do make allowances for nationals and spouses of nationals and family members, etc. coming back. Uh, to their country of origin, but then you need to quarantine. And seeing as, you know, my husband's from New Jersey, I'm from Queensland, we live in Korea, that would involve six weeks of quarantine altogether. We'd have to quarantine for two weeks in the States, two weeks in Australia, and two weeks when we get back to Korea. So that's the majority of our vacation time gone. So as much as it was really a very difficult decision to make. We did decide pretty early that we weren't going to be traveling this summer. And it wasn't even just the quarantine. It's the idea of we're putting our family at risk 
And is it even necessary? You know, some family members have small babies. Some family members are a lot older. And it just didn't feel like something that was necessary at this point in time. So we did decide not to travel. On the frivolous side of travel, that also means no like little side getaways that we would normally do either to somewhere else in the States or Australia or or a stopover along the way. And that's very much a first world problem. Uh, And I fully acknowledge that. We have been able to travel within Korea somewhat. I mean, I did my bike ride, of course. I went away to Yang Yang for a couple of days and Scott's gone to Seoul for a couple of days. So we have been able to do small trips around Korea and that's actually been really nice. We usually don't spend this time of year in the countries that we're living in. Uh, and yeah, it's been a been a refreshing change. Although the humidity started kicking in today and I was literally dripping with sweat. I went for a bike ride down to a, an area not too far from here with a bunch of really nice cafes. And by the time I got back up the hill on my way home, I was soaked in sweat. It was disgusting. Ugh. So I think we're going to have to revive last year's hashtag of just embrace the sweat and go with it. All right, so I know I said I wasn't going to do this in any, in any particular order, but now it feels like I'm going to do it in kind of a level of importance, potentially. Maybe there might be some things that could be shifted slightly. But okay, I'm going to talk about my lack of studying Korean. At the beginning of summer, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to study Korean for at least half an hour every day. <sighs> You obviously know what I'm going to say. That didn't happen. Um, I did start studying French again. That's not helpful, is it? But I did it because it's easy (laughs) for me anyway. Like I'm refreshing, you know, memories from high school and college and and rehashing things. And of course, being in a, um, what do we say for it? Uh, A Romanized alphabet makes it a lot easier, but it's not helpful in my day-to-day life. And I need to stop being such a lazy ass and study Korean. That's what I have to do. I really miss having a Korean class. It helps with my procrastination if I have someone to be like, nope, you need to do this many pages by this day at this time. It really helps me focus. So I hope that now that everything with the virus is somewhat under control, I can get back to those those classes. But at the end of the day, I have no excuse. I need to be able to do more than just order my coffee and say please and thank you. And I'm sorry. I can say I'm sorry. And I do that a lot. All right, something else that took a nosedive this summer, which is pretty embarrassing considering my profession involves a lot of reading, but I have really struggled to read this year. Ever since coronavirus started, I just can't seem to settle my mind enough to sit down with a book and get through the whole thing. I think I've alluded to this before, but it's just, it's gotten to a point now where it's it's really not helpful and it's a hindrance. So last week, I decided that I would do audiobooks and it's been a game changer because what I've found is when I'm stressed, I have to keep moving. I have to feel like I'm accomplishing something. So I want to keep doing physical things because it makes me feel like I've accomplished something bigger or better. Gardening has been a big one this summer. Kind of jewelry making. That's also something I've kind of quit. But anything that has me up and moving, riding Jenny around town, going for coffee, but the actual sitting down and being able to read has been a big problem. 
I do have to also admit that TikTok has been a massive, massive distraction. Uh, I don't make any videos on it, but I am thoroughly entertained by a lot of videos on it and can just kind of sit there and scroll for ages. And it's very mind numbing, which at this point in time, when there's so much anxiety around what's happening, I found it very soothing. But yeah, audiobooks are the way to go. The other day I was gardening and gave my first audiobook a crack and was pleasantly surprised three hours later that I'd done so much gardening and I was getting educated. Woo, yes. So that's what I'll be doing from now on. All right, working our way down the list. Now, crowds. Crowds are something I've been avoiding, as we all should. We should all be avoiding crowds, okay? Unless, of course, you're out there protesting for Black Lives Matter, and then by all means, stay on the street, wear a mask, wash your hands, take care of each other. For me, avoiding crowds is kind of forced and it's kind of not. I still find myself getting really anxious when I am in a crowded space. So if I go to the shopping center or anything like that and there's more people than usual, I will typically leave. But it has also kind of been enforced. I miss baseball. I miss baseball games. The baseball games here are so much fun and I completely understand why they are not having them. I'm not saying they should have them. It's very, very good that there are no crowds allowed. Well, actually, I heard that they are allowing people to come back now. 10% of tickets are being sold, but hey, we haven't gone yet. And I don't know if I really will. I don't know. I'm still a bit, bit shaky on the whole crowded thing. Like I avoid certain parts of the beach if there's too many people. I don't know. Just, just don't want to don't be there. Now, along with uh, avoiding crowds means we're going out, not necessarily going out less, but yeah, we are going to less fancy places for sure. Not that we went to that many fancy places before, but here's an odd one. I've stopped wearing what I would consider structured clothing, clothing that is restrictive, anything that is too formal. Let's think dress pants. Let's think like really formal dresses that are very nice and cinched and tight and well, not that I wear super tight stuff, but anyway, anyway, beside the point, I've stopped. If it's not comfortable, if I can't lounge in it, chances are I'm not going to wear it. And at the moment, if I can't sweat in it, I'm not going to wear it. But yeah, structured clothes, they, they actually went out the window, I don't know, back in March when we had to stop going into work and we're just on Zoom. Then it was basically sweatpants every day. I think I'm just one of millions in that case. All right, so as I mentioned before, I had this dream, I had this goal, I had this aspiration of making jewelry, specifically earrings, and making earrings that I actually want to wear. Uh, there are some really beautiful earrings uh, out there, which are stunning and very dainty and very feminine, uh, is a lot of what I'm seeing in the shops around at the moment, and that's not really what I'm into. So I thought, hey, I'll start playing around with some clay, I'll get some beads, I'll make some earrings that I would actually be interested in wearing. And who knows, if there's some left over, I'll see if anyone else wants them. But then, I don't know. This is, part of my problem is I want to be good at things quickly, obviously. I trained for cross country in one afternoon running up and down the driveway. I want to be good at it straight away. And if I'm not good at it straight away, I have very little patience when it comes to, to persevering pushing through to practicing. Uh, so that's not to say that it's it's not happening. It's just happening a lot slower. Like I had, I wanted to make some of the, you've seen them, the, the woven earrings, like the macrame, but in earring form. 
And there's just one knot. It's not the basic box knot. It's like a different knot. But for some reason, I just can't seem to get it. No matter how many times I try, I'll be able to do it like four times in a row. And then something goes wrong and I cross the wrong string and then it's just completely screwed. So (sighs) that was like two hours of my day the other day. And after two hours of trying to do it and failing, I was like, this is literally wasting my time. But I think I'm going to go back to it. I can't let a stupid knot defeat me. Fuck's sake. Oops. Yep. No. See, Mm, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. All right. So we're down to the last few. Uh, I've got like four things left. Two are diet related. Since Corona started, I tried to quit both dairy and gluten. I wasn't sure if one of them was having like, or wheat, not necessarily gluten. I'm not celiac or anything like that. But I was thinking if one of them was upsetting, I've been having stomach issues. And so I wasn't sure if one of them might be the culprit. And I think dairy definitely plays a role for sure. I've cut back a lot on dairy, uh, but I do have to admit that I, I need ice cream. It just has to happen, especially in the summer. I mean, who could live without ice cream? And, uh, and bread. I mean, bagels for breakfast. Uh, thankfully, we have a Costco here and they don't have everything bagels. I sound like such a spoiled brat. They don't have everything bagels, but they do have onion bagels. And then if I bring that home and then put cream cheese on it and then I add like this dried onion stuff that you get from Ikea, which is amazing. Uh, and then salt and pepper and sesame seeds and everything like that. And it almost, it's almost like an everything bagel sort of, mm, not really. But yeah, so I tried to quit dairy and gluten. And here, these, this is actually connected to, to another quit of mine, bullet journaling. Oh, what a pile of bullshit that is. So at the beginning of April, I decided I was going to try a bullet journal. I thought that it was going to help me be more organized. I thought it was going to help me be more uh, focused on my goals and uh, procrastinate less. And also a good way to track this whole quitting of dairy and gluten. Um, And it did, I mean, at the time that was also when I was doing my alcohol-free 30 days, so I used it to track that as well. And I have to say that was the most successful thing to come out of that whole ordeal. Uh, But yeah, bullet journaling lasted until I think the second week of May. So from the beginning of April, uh, not even the beginning of April, I think I started like partway through April and it lasted until, yeah, second week of May. Not for me. People say that they do it because it's quicker. I I didn't find it quicker. I mean, sure, quicker, but tedious. Like it felt like so much more of a chore and setting it up, uh, it just took too much time. I think for me, if I'm going to journal, I just want to do the, you know, dated old school just long form journaling. And in the summer when I've got this extra amount of time, it's nice to do that in the morning with my coffee and just kind of a slow start to the day. I am really spoiled. I have a really good life. I'm sitting here talking about it and I have a great life and I should just stop whinging about anything ever. Yeah, you should all just tell me to shut up. All right, so the last quit I have for you and then I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I have not quit. Yay! Power of positive thinking. Uh, So the last quit I'm going to share with you is actually a little bit of an odd one, but it's the splits, okay? So ever since I was a child, ever since I grew up watching the Olympics and watching the gymnastics and watching cheerleading movies and all that kind of stuff, I've always wanted to be able to do the splits. My best friend Lorinda, when we were kids, would be in the church hall and she'd do like five cartwheels with a round off and then land in the splits and it really bothered me that I was never able to do it I was I don't know 
sure if I'd call myself a chubby child. I wasn't a I wasn't a skinny child, but I don't think I was a fat child. But I just could never do it. And I mean, the tumbling and stuff, yeah, that's amazing too. But that was way, way, way out of my league. I thought, nah, the splits, the splits doesn't involve twisting in the air, you know, getting getting a couple of feet off the ground. So I thought the splits would be manageable. And uh, uh, no, no, not as a child, not as an adult, not ever. Well, I shouldn't say not ever. If I would have stuck with this 30-day plan, maybe it would have happened. You know, the things you can get them online, get them on YouTube or whatever. And these beautiful, beautiful presenters are going through how if you just do these stretches for 30 days, you will be able to do the splits. I tried after about a week of of doing these stretches and also like measuring every day kind of how far I was going. I wasn't measuring with a measuring tape, but I take like a selfie and be like, oh, am I any closer to the ground? No, I was still about uh, 20, 25, 30, 30 centimeters away from being able to say I've successfully done the splits. And after a week of pretty much no improvement, uh, I gave up. As I said before, I'm one of those people that if I can't get good at it quickly, I just don't want to do it. Well, it's not that I don't want to do it. I use, I lose interest in it. I like to do things, not that I'm necessarily good at, like I'm not going to say, oh, I'm great at everything I do, but I want to be competent. I want there to be a certain level of success. You know, I feel like that's pretty, pretty fair to say for most people. You want to succeed at what you're trying. But yeah, the splits and I, we're still not friends. At the moment in yoga, we're working on headstands. Also never actually been able to do and I still my yoga instructor still helps me uh lift my legs in the air and then she stands there and holds them in the air so I yeah I suck at it all but hey you know what still going still trying on the headstands not on the splits the splits are done that's never gonna happen I don't know what's uh hips hamstrings they just don't want to work for me but Lorinda if you're out there listening oh I'd love to know if you still can do the splits that'd be super impressive we are well into our 30s yeah let me know all right so how about some of the things that I haven't quit uh gardening the garden's going well I've got herbs I've got oh I got my first flower plant today I picked up a geranium and now I know some people may not like uh geraniums and I didn't used to like geraniums but then my mum told me that it was my grandmother's favorite plant flower and I never actually got to meet her and ever since my mum said that I've I've had geraniums in every house I've lived in so yeah got a geranium plant today from a lady who sells them on the corner every Saturday afternoon. She has a wide selection of plants, but I just got the geranium for less than five bucks. Bargain. Uh, my tomatoes, not so much of a success yet. Need to do some like, uh, what do we call makeshift pollinating to get that through. But my cucumbers are, are looking like they're doing really well. They're growing. Well, they're still shoots, but they're getting there. Herb-wise, doing really well. Basil, rosemary, uh, thyme. I want to be able to make my own zatar, so the thyme... I'm, I'm trying to propagate it as much as possible. I think I have like six thyme plants at the moment and I, I'm holding on to them for dear life. I need them to grow because I am down to very, very, very little zata left. That's going to be a problem. So yeah, gardening's going well. I really enjoyed being able to spend uh, time with friends. Well, like people who've stayed behind in Busan and haven't gone home, been able to connect a lot more with people I didn't necessarily see as much during the year. And also connecting with people at home being able to do video calls, being able to still have that connection there and reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in a while and making time to to talk to them. So that's been something that's been really positive and I haven't quit yet and I don't want to because I like it. It's nice. 
I've been going to markets a lot. There's a fantastic market that has a huge like secondhand, vintage, thrifty kind of section to it. And I've started, oh, I feel like I say this phrase a lot. Like I have this goal. Why do I keep setting goals when I know I'm going to quit them? Anyway, this one I'm not. This one I actually, I hope I don't because I like this one. So I've set a goal for myself that I'm not going to buy any more brand new outerwear clothing. Okay, I'm still going to buy, obviously, my underwear and stuff brand new because that's just weird. Uh, But I'm not going to buy outerwear that's brand new. I'm going to do my best to use what I have. If If it's not really working for me anymore, see if I can alter it. If I can't alter it, donate it. And then, yeah, only buy things that are secondhand. So as I was saying, these markets, amazing markets, jump on the metro, takes about an hour-ish to get there from where I am. And then I just wander and it's beautiful. And yeah, you can just, you just got to be in the mood. You got to be in the mood to go searching through things. And I also found a really cool crafting market uh, with lots of beading stuff and things I could use for my flailing jewelry empire. (laughs) That's never going to happen. Now this last not quit is a really important one. At the beginning of the summer, I recorded and posted an episode about racism and the process of trying to become more anti-racist, to re-educate myself, to understand white privilege, white supremacy, all of these things. And none of that has stopped. Um, And it's not just about being educated, but it's also about taking action. And there's one thing that I would really like to encourage people to do right now, uh, especially in the United States, because school is about to go back. And this is going to be one of the most challenging years for teachers and for students in history um, or in modern history in the United States. And teachers are going to need a lot of support. And there are teachers out there who are very specific about the kind of support that you can give. So you can go onto sites like Donors Choose and you can look through what people are asking for for their classrooms. And a lot of these classrooms are servicing young uh, black, indigenous, people of color, and they need that extra support and funding that they're not getting due to the systemic issues of racism that lead to certain schools being underfunded. So I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to get on there, read through what these teachers are asking for, because they are coping with a whole different challenge this year than they've ever faced before on top of all of the challenges that they already face. So please, 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 please think about your teachers, think about how you can support them and by supporting them, be supporting those students. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the kids and we need to be able to give them what they deserve and what they need. So that's it for my Corona quits and my Corona not quits. As always, thank you so much for listening. Feel free to let me know if you often set yourself lofty goals at the beginning of vacation time only to spend way more time doing not that. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Just remember now it's, um, now I've forgotten what it is. Let me look that up. Whoops. At I quit it pod. At I quit it pod. I don't know. I don't know about this new name. I mean, I, I, it just doesn't, mm, 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 mm. I don't know. We'll have to see if it grows on me. It seems more to say, even though, anyway, let me know. Let me know what you've quit this summer or what you think of the new name. And if you have another suggestion for a name that would suit the podcast, but doesn't involve swearing, because remember, we're trying to quit swearing. Okay. Have a great week and don't quit too much stuff.